0: To again. Welcome to the John Lennon
1: Hour with host Jude Sutherland-Kessler, author of the John Lennon Series. Purchase your book at JohnLennonSeries.com
2: Beatles fan. And since you're listening to this program, I'm pretty sure you are. I can read your mind. Yep, that's right. I can read your mind. I can even list for you four of the things you have on your bucket list. Okay. Number one, you want to see a Beatle in concert live. Is that right? I thought so. You want to go to London and cross the Abbey Road zebra. I knew it. Now, this should be your number one. You want to make that pilgrimage to Liverpool, and believe me, it's worth it. And number four, you want to go to the Fest for Beatles fans. I knew it. The Fest for Beatles fans, that wonderful bi-yearly event, first in New York in March, and then in Chicago in August, that three-day great celebration of the Fab Four featuring concerts and art shows, sing-alongs. Great marketplace shopping, celebrities and seminars, panel discussions, happenings. Yes, we have happenings. They didn't die out with the 1960s. Happenings and most of all, fun. Look, thousands and thousands of fans of all ages, from toddlers. We have children there who are two years old to teens, lots of teens, To truly was there and did that, folks, gather. They sing, they dance, they watch Beatles movies, they buy memorabilia, chat, laugh, totally enjoy the sights and sounds of the Beatles, and they have the time of their lives. A Fest for Beatles fans is incredible. Fest organizers, Mark and Carol Lapidos and their great daughters, Jessica and Michelle, work for months and months and months before each of these big fests to bring in the best Beagle-related celebrities, such as George Harrison's sister, Louise, who was featured on this program two weeks ago. We're not going to really talk about her tonight, but, guys, she's going to be at the August Fest. And if you want to meet George Harrison's sister, that's the place to be. They make sure that there is something for every age group, and every interest range. So it's not just for teens. It's not just for baby boomers. It's for everything. The variety of things to see and hear and learn and enjoy is mind-boggling. So when I was asked by Rebeat Magazine editor, Alison Boron, to write an article on the 10 best of the fest, the 10 best things about the fest, I was a little bit daunted I mean, selecting only 10 things to see and do in those three days, coming up August 14th through 16th at the Hyatt Regency O'Hare. Really, Allison, only 10 things? Seriously? But as my mother always said, I had it to do. So I just knuckled down and I got with it, and tonight I'm going to share with you 10 of the best things about the fest for Beatles fans. Now, I'm not going to reveal all of them because I actually want you to go to Rebeat, R-E-B-E-A-T, RebeatMag, M-A-G, RebeatMag.com. And read the article and to enjoy Rebeat Magazine, a wonderful publication about the 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s. Go there and enjoy Rebeat Magazine. But you're going to get to hear some of the things about the fist, so let's get rocking and rolling. Now, item number 10 is, shh, a secret. But I will tell you this. Our number 10 is a number one. She, and there's your hint, she's award-winning, she's vivacious. She's outgoing. She is a real highlight of the fest. Number 10 isn't to be missed. She's in a Hall of Fame, so can you guess who it is? Well, visit RebeatMag.com and you'll find out. Now at number nine, number nine, our John's favorite number, I selected the amazing, amazing array of seminars and panels that make the Fest for Beatles fans not just a place to kick up your heels and have fun, which it is but a place to really learn about the Beatles. Their music, both together as a band and then individually in their solo careers, their impact on society, their films and art, their lives, their personalities. And I'm not gonna tell you all of the distinguished experts and authors and biographers that I selected for this category, but I would like to share my favorites. The first is a friend of mine who hails from New York City. She conducts an incredible walking tour of New York City, the Fab Four NYC Walking Tour, found at Fab Four, that's the numeral four NYC Tours. W-E-E-B-L-Y, weebly.com. She writes for Rebeat magazine. In fact, she wrote this very article a couple of years ago, and man, having to follow her act was not fun. She Great writer, and she's the moderator for one of the most popular panels at the entire fest weekend. She's bold, she's upfront, she's unafraid to speak out. So help me welcome to the show my friend and author Susan Ryan. Susan, are you there? I'm here. Jude, can you hear me? I can hear you loud and clear. Welcome to the show, my friend. How are you? I am just fine weathering the extreme heat here in New York City, but doing well. Did I get your website for fab4nyctours.weebly.com? Is that right? Yes, that's absolutely correct, and I hope that people will check the tour out. Um, The website
3: will tell them everything they need to know and give them some of the highlights of the things that they'll see if they take my tour when they come to New York City.
2: Uh, That is on my bucket list. I want to do it. I have got to get a free day in March. I've got to just make myself get a free day and enjoy that tour because I've seen your video, your Beatles walking tour video. What is the exact name of your video, Susan? The video was done several
3: years ago, and it's called John Lennon's New York, and it was produced by a company called Arts Magic in 2007. So it's, it's in need of an update, but I don't know when that will happen, when or if that will happen. But it's more specifically geared towards John, so some of the sites are the same as my Beatles tour, but some of them are not, so it's
2: kind of a little bit of the best of both. Well, I've seen it, and it's magnificent, so people will have tons of fun if they take this tour. Now, let's get to this great panel discussion. You're leading a, new, a panel that's new for about, what, three or four years now, and it. It has bowled people over, and it's a discussion panel made up of women historians who specialize in the Beatles. So why only women? Give us a scoop.
3: Well, a part of the reason that we started with this panel was it was a discussion a number of years ago, and it happened actually on stage with um, Terry Hemmert, uh, the, the MC, and uh, we were talking about um, women authors and women experts and how uh, we, we women sort of noted that we, we didn't get the same kind of respect as historians and knowledgeable, um, knowledgeable people that the guys do. Uh, mind you, that doesn't come from any of the male experts, that kind of comes uh, more generally. uh, There's this perception that because you're female, the only thing you could possibly be interested in is how cute they are, which is not true. I mean, I know plenty of very serious um, women historians you being one of them jude but there are plenty of us out there and we know everything we are audiophiles we are um information aholics and we know all this stuff just as well as any of the guys do so this kind of grew out of that and it has evolved over the years into something truly wonderful yeah and there
2: are plenty of cute male historians too right Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I think all we never Africa. hear about that. <laughs> yeah, well, I but think they're all the guys—they're all adorable. What can I say? Especially <laughs> that hot potato, Jim Birkenstad, who's coming up in a few minutes. There you go. We'll have to pick. We'll pick on him, and it's the truth. Well, now, each year your group tackles a very serious topic, and this year you're taking on two topics, and if I'm not mistaken, you're actually going to do two different seminars or panel discussions. So tell us about what you have planned.
3: Well, I'm not sure which one's going to come first because the final schedule uh, isn't going to be uh, done, uh, I think, till right before the fest happens. So I'm not sure which panel's going to happen first, but we were lucky enough to get two panels this year instead of just one, one on Saturday and one on Sunday. And we're going to do a discussion of the uh, 20th anniversary of the anthology and its impact on the fandom. Uh, we're going to talk wow. about uh, what happened 20 years ago when the Beatles anthology uh, was shown on television and how it brought new fans to the Beatles and how it affected old fans who had been fans from the beginning and from later, but not that late. Um, uh-huh. And we're going to discuss that. And then the, set, well, the other one, I can't say second for sure, but the other one is going to be a discussion of the 50th anniversary of HELP. Wow. Help so we the buddy, mo- help the LP or both? Both, both. Uh, probably leaning more towards the movie, but both. Um, right. Because we, we felt that that was a topic that was timely as well as the anthology. We've got, a, you know, anniversaries are coming uh, one after the other very rapidly uh, since, you know, 2014. We've got an- anniversaries coming one after the other, after the other, after the other. And these seem to be particularly timely ones, especially the anthology one, because we realized not only was it 50 years since certain things, but it was 20 years since certain things. So right. we
2: decided that we would, we would discuss that. That Well, people will love that, and they can even you know, chime in and, and ask questions and be a part of that. Now, Susan, we're running out of time, but very quickly, tell us who is going to star on these women's uh, historians' panels in Chicago, and give us a little bit about these people. Okay, there's going to be a rotating cast of characters. I'm the moderator. A couple
3: of people are right. going to be on both days. Some people are only going to be on on one. Uh, we're going to have uh, Lena Stagg of Recipe Records Cookbooks. We're going to have Katherine Cox, who is a um, musicologist with a degree from uh, University of Michigan, and uh, she's an authority on the Beatles. She wrote a thesis paper on the Beatles and uh, – from a musicologist standpoint. Uh, mm-hmm. Then we're going to have John Lennon, our favorite Kit O'Toole, of uh, course, yes. editor at um, uh, Beatles Fan Magazine and at uh, a whole bunch of other online publications. Uh, we're going right. to have Karen Duhai, who is a local Chicago historian and linguist who has written about the Beatles from a linguistic standpoint. Uh, we're going to have um, Katie Jones, who is also a local Chicago Beatles historian. Um, who's going to be uh, do on her first panel um, at the fest this time around. We're going to have Erica Abrams, who is also a writer for Rebeat Magazine. She's she's mm-hmm. really Rebeat's resident Beatles girl. Um, right. And um, she was on the panel in New York for the first time, and she was absolutely fabulous. She's beyond knowledgeable. Uh, Sarah Schmidt, who runs um, the blog uh, Meet the Beatles for Real. Um, mm-hmm. who lives in st. Louis and is currently working on a book about the Beatles in st. Louis um, Hopefully if she's there we're going to have rebeat editor Alison Boron and last but never least we're going to have uh, Tina Kukla another local Beatles historian and uh, novelist and author of several books and uh, we're going to all in various configurations be discussing these two topics. Some people are going to be there on Saturday only. Some people are going to be there on Sunday only. So we're going to have to figure
2: out who's on what panel. But that's basically who they are. Well, that's pretty darn impressive. So make time when you get to the fest, get your brochure, find out when the Women Historians panel is going to be and circle it and get there. Susan, thank you for being on the show. And I will see you in just about a week at the Hyatt. I am really excited to see everybody, and
3: just remember that the panels are happening in the O'Hare room because they're going to be up the stairs and in the back of the, the restaurant, and people didn't realize that room was there last year. That's where the discussion okay. panels, all of them are going to be happening. Thank you very much, Jude, and I'm looking forward to seeing you and everybody else at the fest.
2: Okay, travel safely, my friend. You too, my dear. Thank you very much. i see you soon. Thank okay. you. All right. You. I love still and In our number nine slide, we're still talking about the panels and the seminars. I have to mention one more presentation, and I'm actually going to be working on this one myself with one of the most thorough beetle experts on the planet. In fact, he's earned the title, the rock and roll detective, Mr. Jim Birkenstadt. Now, Jim is a serious researcher. He will take no barred doors. He does everything to find out answers about anything beetle. In fact, he was hired by the Harrison family to be the go-to historian for George's famous biographical film, Living in the Material World, and he also served in that capacity for Reel's network. He emceed and did the research for, was the historian for Celebrity Legacies and Celebrity Image Control. But at the fest, he's going to actually be focusing on his best-selling book, The Beetle Who Vanished, and he's going to bring it to life in a special way, and we're going to get him on the line and get him to tell you about that, so hang on. Jim, are you there?
0: I'm here, Jude. Thank you so much for having me on your show again.
2: Well, I always love having you here. You know that, and can't wait to see you. We are almost, we're almost there, aren't we?
0: We are. I'm. I'm really looking forward to uh, working together with you on our joint audio vis- video presentation at the I Fest. am too.
2: You and I have have knocked ourselves out on this thing. I think we have over a 100 really rare photos of the Beatles, uh, thanks in part to a a lot of research that you've done, thanks to Sarah Schmidt of MeetTheBeatlesForReal.com, who gave us a lot of photos, and it's going to be a great 45-minute presentation. Tell our listeners what we'll be talking about
0: well um you by the way came up with the great title the eventful and curious 1964 beatles world tour and i thought that was a great title and rather than just sort of a straightforward telling of the tour you had the great idea to highlight some of the more interesting and curious aspects of the Beatles' Worldwind whirlwind uh trip around the world so we will be counting down, you and I, the 10 most intriguing aspects of the tour while covering the highs and the lows and, and showing people photos they've probably never, ever seen before. And attendees at the fest will get to see, will get to see the great photos and hear some really great stories. Well, you wrote the book, The Beetle Who
2: Vanished, and it was really the thing that inspired us to do this presentation. So tell everybody how that is really the crux of this presentation. How does it relate to that world tour?
0: Well, just a a quick summary of my book. It's called The Beetle Who Vanished. It's the first historical account of Jimmy Nickel, who was kind of an unknown drummer whose journey from humble beginnings to Saving the Beatles' first tour when Ringo got ill was only one part of his legend. And though his 13 days of fame made headlines, the true mystery of Nichols' story is riddled with blacklisting, betrayal, drugs, divorce, bankruptcy, and an eventual disappearance that led many to question whether he's dead or alive. And in Mm -hmm. our presentation... Two of the top ten curious events of the world tour include uh, Jimmy Nichols. So I'll be discussing how Jimmy um, was actually the third drummer asked to sub for Ringo, the first to turn the Beatles down, if you can believe it, and how his recruitment came about. And then I'll also discuss how the tour fared with Jimmy driving the rhythm bus and some of the surprises
2: and how it ended. Yeah, yeah, and it's sad. I mean, as we were putting this together, the whole presentation together, my husband, who was doing a lot of the AV work for us, just kept yeah. saying, this Jimmy Nichols story is killing me. The story is so sad. So it is really a touching, touching story. I mean, there are going to be some funny moments in this presentation and some moments that people are not going to believe that the Beatles agreed to, but yeah. it's a sad story, too, isn't it? Well,
0: it's sad. That he didn't get to be the Beatles drummer, which was in his mind. But at the same time, uh, as people will learn at my other um, panels, you know, where I'm just talking about the book, he had a very uh, successful and interesting uh, post-Beatles career, but he kept disappearing and doing it all over the world.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he did, The Beetle Who Vanished. Well, I know that we'll be giving our talk on Friday night, that much I know, but I'm not quite sure when and where yet. Do you have any idea?
0: Well, um, first and foremost, you know, I'm happy to say that you and I will be in the Beatles marketplace sharing the same booth, signing our books for the fans. Anybody who's interested in our books will be there. Um, I'll be joining you on stage at around 5.30 on Friday night, for the big author's panel in the main ballroom. I think later in that evening, you and I will be doing the audio-video presentation, and people can check their uh, schedules when they get there. And I believe later in the evening after that, when I should be asleep, I (laughs) will be uh, appearing in the discussion room, uh, perhaps talking with Susan Ryan, I'm not sure, in more depth about jimmy nichols career um as the beetle who vanished
2: and people need to see that i came i brought my dinner and you can do that you can pick up your dinner bring it in the room and sit and listen to jim's talk and i saw it last year it's fantastic so do not miss these things and jim i am really looking it's forward to our really big show it is i think it's going to be great don't you
0: I do. I really do. I'm looking forward to it. I, I love working with you on this. And, and, you know, if I can just sort of plug you for a minute here, if people haven't read any of the, the books you've written on the John Lennon series, they're really missing out because, if you know, when you read Jude's books, you feel like you're a fly on the wall. You are in the room with John Lennon growing up, and then with the Beatles, and and on through his life, and it's the most amazing thing. Jude has, has done interviews with millions of people, well, millions is probably an exaggeration, but <laughs> hundreds or thousands of people who knew John Lennon, and her books are really a gift to all of us. Thank you. Thank you very much. Well well I think we're a good combo
2: and we will have a great time at the table and so yeah. come by and meet us and talk Beatles and grab our books and we have a lot of special giveaways and surprises so come find out what they are. And I'll see you in eight days, my friend.
0: I can't wait to see you, Jude. Thanks so much for okay. having me on.
2: Oh, I enjoyed it as always. See you soon.
0: Take care. Bye bye.
2: Alright, so the ten best of the fast, and we're up to number eight, which is it going, is going, to, going remain to remain a secret. But I will give you a hint. Here is something that our number eight celebrity, very famous guest, might say. He might say, Men, who will your wives say that you most remind them of? John Lennon, Paul McCartney, George Harrison or Ringo Starr, what did your wife say? Hmm, What celebrity might have said that? Well, he'll be there at the Fest for Beatles fans, and he has a big connection to the Beatles, so don't miss meeting this star. You think that the happenings all ended with the 1960s? Well, think again, because in the laboratory we have Beatles yoga, Beatles nature walks, art being created live and on the spot, a groovy discussion with Al Sussman and Andrew Grant Jackson about the impact of 1965 on music, one of the most outstanding and revolutionary years in music, and they'll tell you why. And something very sweet and special, led by none other than the author of three books three books in the Recipe Records series, Lena Stagg. Lena has had a phenomenal year. Several years ago, she came out with Recipe Records, the original cookbook, which combined her passion for food, rock and roll, and music history and trivia all into one. Then she came out with Recipe Records, the 60s edition. And just this past year, she issued Recipe Records, a tribute to the Beatles. This year, she added a new innovation, her kid adult book, Little Dog in the Sun, which deals with death and loss and how we handle that. And for those of us who have lived through the loss this year of Dennis Ferrante, Cynthia Lennon, and just a little bit before that, Sid Bernstein, and of course, always the loss of John and George, this book speaks to so many of us, Little Dog in the Sun, and we're going to be talking about that as well. Also, she runs the Recipe Records talk show on Blog Talk Radio, and one of her shows, they're all phenomenal, but the one that she does with the Ramones hit over 4,000 listeners. 4,000 listeners. What a lady. So in just a moment, we're going to bring her on the show, and we're going to find out what kind of vitamin she's popping to do all of those crazy, amazing things. She's going to be at the fest in the marketplace and in the laboratory, and she's bringing with her a -a one-of-a-kind work of art by artist John Fuchs. It's called The Beatles Cafe T-Shirt, and we're going to get her to tell us about that as well. And here is my sweet friend, the amazing Lena Stack. I think she's there. Hang on, guys. I hear her. Can you hear me? yay <laughs> wonderful. It's so good to have you on the show.
1: Oh, thank you so much for having me on this wonderful, esteemed list of fest favorites i'm just it is such a great honor to be included on your show tonight, and I have to tell you. How much I love listening to your shows, Jude, and it's it's so apparent how much time and love you put into producing these shows, and especially when you sometimes have technical issues. So bravo. Well, you know,
2: oh, thank you very much. I was just, we, as our listeners don't know, but we've just had a heck of a time getting people to get, come through tonight. And so while I was waiting and hoping and praying that you were going to be on the line, I was gargling, she loves you with a Coke. So... Um, <laughs> Hopefully we'll be able to edit that part out, <laughs> or you'll have to take back everything you just said. It wasn't bad, uh, no. though. It was
1: <laughs> no, we won't. well, That'd listen,
2: faboratory. This faboratory thing. Tell us about that. What in the world is the faboratory? What's happening down there? I I am so I'm very new
1: to the faboratory that will be at the fest. It is a wildly popular. Imaginative um, place, venue, where you can go and be inspired by the Beatles to do creative, um, to have creative input on the Beatles, such as dissecting their songs, playing games, or as they say, invent the future of Beatles fans. So wow. it's very creative and very interesting, and I've been told that it was extremely popular at the New York Festival. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what they have in store in Chicago.
2: Yeah, it was very, very popular. Everybody loved it, and the people from the Faboratory were coming out, and they were they had their faces painted and they were drawing with chalk on the stairs and they were putting notes everywhere and signs everywhere and they brought the spirit of fun and play and i mean, I could totally see john lennon being into the stuff that they were doing so what are you going to be doing in the Faboratory?
1: well i am so excited to have a program there i'm not positive what day it will happen but it is going to be um, created around the recipes in my Beatles cookbook that are titled Savoy Truffles from the famous
3: Ooh.
1: Savoy Truffle song. And the, the program will revolve around the song. We have a musician that is going to play the song, uh, play acoustic guitar, and so I'm really excited to have that um gentleman joining the program that will give yeah. the the fest goers a really exciting experience the yeah. the The musician is Scott Erickson and he's been a long time member of the new york metro fest and so this is mm-hmm. his first chicago fest he is um he will also be doing a set of deep Beatles and solo tunes at the Apple Jam stage. So I'm so excited that he's taking time to play Savoy Truffle uh, for our program. So you can find him on Facebook, by the way. (laughs) I wanted to plug him, but he's, he's fabulous. And so he's going to play the song. We're going to taste the four very different Savoy Truffles that were created to to share the joy of each beetle in what I perceived as a flavor for them. For instance, Paul is a sweet cherry cream. Would you not mm-hmm. agree, Jude?
2: <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm with you on that. Uh,
1: John, I um titled or created his flavor is as a lemon tart. <laughs> Uh, George is a smooth, mellow coffee, and Ringo, a raspberry nut.
2: I like it. I like it. Well, I think John should be the sweet lemon tart.
1: <laughs> there we go. The sweet lemon tart. he was sweet. <laughs> That's true. There were moments and like my son's. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah. There were moments both ways. The Vivek Tawari is so tired of me taking up for John that every time he sees me now, he turns and walks the other way. <laughs> He's like, oh, oh that's great. Oh. Okay, so you're going to hand those out. Are you going to talk about the recipe and tell people how to make the Savoy truffles?
1: Yes, absolutely. And cool. and um, I'm hoping to play a song for each beetle. And uh, oh. that's still still being uh, processed, and we're also going to have a trippy pink punch to, um, to savor while uh, we are, you know, to cleanse our palate in between uh, the chocolates, and that was also a recipe from my culinary tribute to the Beatles. The, the inspiration for the recipe is from a scene in Across the Universe which was a movie mm-hmm. out about five or six years ago, and it was uh, there was a scene where they were tripping out on pink punch, and so mm-hmm. that is what inspired that recipe. So uh, it, it's just going to be a real creative experience, and I'm excited to um, to
2: share that with everybody. That is that's going to be so so much fun and so that's going to be the fun experience and then there is a more serious experience and and I was just saying earlier to the listeners that you know in the last like year and a half or so we've lost Dennis Ferrante and Cynthia Lennon and Sid Bernstein and of course we always feel the loss of John and, and George and dealing with death i mean it happens I and mean, it it is there it's a reality it's something that we're going to have to face more and more but dealing with it, whether you move on or whether you let it destroy your life, is the question. And I told them about Little Dog and the Sun. Tell them what a kid adult book is and a little bit more about the book. Well,
1: the the story the, the book is a children's book. It, it looks like a children's book and feels like a children's book and, and it is, but it also touches adults. Adults can really resonate the the emotion, they, you know, a lot of adults have experienced loss and grief, and that is um, why we put a label of a kid-alt book on it, so it, it does appeal to children and adults. And, you know, at my vet's office the other day, my vet told me that he had, um, a lady you know working with her animal and when they went out into the lobby her 13-year-old son was holding the book and he was crying which oh. made me feel bad but he said this is so beautiful he said you know mom yeah. can we buy that and and at my vet's office all the books that are sold there go to a local shelter to to help save oh. the animals and so you know it has really touched all ages and yeah. and um and so that that catches me off guard sometimes. It kind of makes me catch my breath. But um, it it was just a story that that was my experience, and and it was written from my heart. And yeah. um, so it's it's nice that, to to hear people really um, connect with yeah. the
2: feeling. Yeah. And. You know, one of the beautiful things about the book or the illustrations that John Fuchs did, and they are watercolors. They're all original for the book. They are so special. But he also created something else that you're bringing to the fest. Tell him about what else he created.
1: Yes, I am so excited about this. He created a watercolor image titled Beetle's Cafe. And um, it It has, uh, it's a, it's a picture of the, our boys at a diner, um, enjoying a cuppa and they are, um, you know, they got the old retro lights hanging from the ceiling and it has a very retro feel and so the, the t-shirts are going to be at the fest as well and I'm selling a bunch of them, so, um, Looking, looking, really looking forward to, to having that for
2: the Beatles fans as something new, to look at. And one of the things I love about it is he juxtaposes the Sgt. Pepper's um, end of the Beatles era with the retro cafe, and I mean the whole thing is just so so clever. And the other thing is that your price points are amazing. Tell them the price points for each of the recipe books and for little dog in the sun and the t-shirt because i'm telling you this oh. is where people need to do their christmas shopping
1: right right and and i'll probably have a special for the weekend but but right now the prices you can find those on my website at recipe records com. but the uh, prices now the original recipe records book is $20 the 60s edition, which is just the same old flavor recipe records, but it's only food and music of the 60s. It is 25 and the recipe records, a culinary tribute to the Beatles, is a very reasonable $18. The t-shirts are 20 and just a regular crew neck, but we have these beautiful women's v-necks and I'm, I probably will have them for, have unisex. Yep. They they will be 25, but they're soft and the the colors are vibrant. They're just wow. so striking. Um, that just, I just found those yesterday, just came across. Wow. Um, so I'm really excited to to have those.
2: And what about Little Dog?
1: Oh, Little Dog and the Sun something. will be there, and it's a $10 book. Yeah. And... Um, we may even have the little dog in the sun with us. Um, oh! It, it might, we just might be able to uh, have her along for the ride. And oh, she that would be fantastic. loves people, and she loves to be adored.
2: <laughs> so Well, that we're going to have a real celebrity with us. And now you and I have been working on a project, something very special for the people who buy our books. So give them the scoop because they'll get first choice, but I think these things are gonna go fast. I think they're gonna sell like hotcakes.
1: I think so too. And I think, um I wasn't sure if we were going to to share this secret with, with everyone yet or not, but I'm oh, really excited we that we clue. are.
2: <laughs> a I'm clue really to excited. the future directions.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm so just they're they're magnificent. Jude? It has, and, and I, I did some work, but, but Jude really, really contributed heavy into these special edition uh, recipe cards that are going to be gorgeous in your kitchen. And the, they, there are six to choose from. The recipes are authentic British recipes that the Fabs grew up enjoying and so we wanted people to the same sort same foods that the beatles experienced because we're so inquisitive about everything that they experienced and so yeah. uh we we found these recipes and Jude wrote, you you wrote these beautiful stories to go along with the recipes so on one side you get the recipe the other side you get this fabulous jude sutherland kessler Story and well, we did it together, to and fantastic.
2: It was so much fun because we had the you had the recipes and you did all the proofing and all that work and so we did it together. It's a great project. It's one of a kind, and I think that people are going to love it because it's going to give them a great insight into you know, like for example, what are jackets? You know, if you if you go to England and you yep. order a jacket, what's that all about? And sure. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. So I will see you in only eight days when this show airs. We will be ready to rock and roll to the fest and have fun. How about that?
1: I can't wait. Very excited.
2: All right, travel safely, my sweet friend, and thank you so much for being on the show.
1: You too, Jude. It's always a pleasure to talk to you.
2: Okay, see you you in Chicago. Alrighty, bye-bye. Now, listeners, we're up to number six in our count-up, of the 10 best of the fest. The 10 best experiences of the fest for Beatles fans coming up August 14th, 15th, and 16th in Chicago. But number six is going to remain a secret unless you go to RebeatMag.com and read the article, 10 Best of the Fest. I do have to tell you that number six is a big name in Beatles history. He's distinguished, Erudite and shiny as an apple. Apple mm hmm You're not going to want to miss this person in person at the Fest for Beatles fans. He'll be there speaking and signing autographs and chatting, so don't miss number six. At number five, one of my very favorite Fest guests, the only journalist who traveled with the Beatles throughout the 1964 North American tour without missing one single day. He was there. And he brings the tour to life in a way that you're going to laugh about and think about and enjoy in his book, The Beatles and Me on Tour. Who is he? Well, none other than Ivor Davis. And he's looking forward to meeting every one of you in Chicago. Now, I have to warn you, Ivor is a charmer, so ladies, guard your hearts. Eh, Never mind, just lose them to Ivor. He's going to treat you right. Now, if you want to get to know Ivor before you go to the fest and you meet him in person, you can actually go to the September 25th, 2014 archived show on the John Lennon Hour Blog Talk Radio Archives. It's called You Can Interview the Man Who Toured with the Beatles. And you can listen to Ivor and and get to know him before you meet him in person. So, we're up to number four and our count up to number one. And my number four selection is a secret. Listen, do you want to know a secret? Do you? Well, If you want to know what number four is, then go to rebeatmag.com and read the article. Come on, you can't resist it. But number three, I will tell you number three. Who can it be now? Well, I'm going to give you a hint. She is a contributing editor for Beatle Fan Magazine. She also writes in-depth music critiques and essays for Something Else Reviews and Blinded by Sound Dot .com and she's been a part of the women's historians panel at the fest for several years the one that Susan Ryan talked about just a few minutes ago she's been on many many other panel discussions about the music of the Beatles and now finally this year the long awaited book that everyone has been looking for her book about the Beatles and their music aptly entitled Songs We Were Singing is coming out. It's going to be her book release party, and we're going to find out all about it. Do you know who she is? I bet you do. It's none other than Dr. Kit O'Toole, my buddy and comrade in arms. And here she is. Hey, Kit. Hey, Jude. Great to be with you again. Well, it's always great to be with you. You know that. And I am so thrilled about the premiere of songs we were singing. You're going to be having those first edition books there. Tell us about it and anything special that you're going to be doing to celebrate the release of the book.
4: Well, I'll tell you, Jude, as you know, I am I'm just beyond excited about this. You know, I've been going to the fest for probably 20 years, and I I never thought I'd get to this point, so when you see me up on the author's panel on Friday night, I'm going to be the one with the big, goofy grin. You you (laughs) won't be able to miss me. Um, uh, Songs We Were Singing uh, is a book of my uh, different essays that I've written over time about the lesser-known tracks of the Beatles. In fact, the subtitle is called Guided Tours Through the Lesser- Known Tracks of the Beatles. Uh, If you're like I am and you love to to really dig deep into the music and and really find out, you know, how did they record that particular song? Uh, what was the songwriting process and what is important about it today? Um I, this is the book for you. And I focused on songs that were album tracks and B-sides, basically. Uh songs you don't hear every day. Right. And so right. And then there is a uh brand new um extra chapter that's uh only found in the book, and it's uh looking at ten underrated Ringo uh drumming performances on various Beatles songs. So all you Ringo fans out there, you're gonna like this. So um, I, I hope you will enjoy it. It's It's been a, you know, a, almost it feels like it's a lifelong kind of project, and I'm glad it's finally seeing the light of day. And uh, what I'm going to do is uh, I will be, of course, in the marketplace. There's going to be uh, giveaways. I've got a lot of fun things uh, planned to celebrate. And so please come on to uh, the marketplace and uh, celebrate with me, and uh, you'll find some fun surprises there. Yay. Well, I also happen to
2: have seen the book. I was very fortunate to be able to read an advanced copy of it. And I want to tell people that sometimes when you read Beatles music critiques, it's all Aeolian cadences and, you know, right over your head. But this book is very reader friendly. And anyone who enjoys the music of the Beatles will love this book. It speaks to anyone who enjoys listening to Beatles music. So don't be put off by the fact that these are music critiques and music essays. They're interesting. They're easy to read. They will draw you in and
4: you're really going
2: to enjoy songs we were singing. Tell them about the cover of your book
4: well i'm I'm just thrilled um, many of you uh, listeners will probably know the artist uh, Enoch Doyle Jeter who is just such a, a talented artist um, done work for of course uh, for for jude's books and he is uh, doing the great honor of uh, designing the cover for my book and I don't want to give too much of, of, away about it i guess I'm going to premiere it at the fest but suffice it to say it's it's just great it's all all of you fellow like me fellow Beetle geeks out there, you're going to love this. Yeah.
2: I saw it tonight. It got a little bit teary eyed. So, absolutely. It's really, 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 really good. Well, if people can't go to the fest, but they want to get your book, how can they get a copy of the book?
4: Well, probably the easiest way to do it is through Amazon, and it and it won't be available until probably after the fest. Uh, those of you who come to the fest, you're going to get the first copies. Um, and uh, it will be, of course, uh, in uh, paperback and ebook form. Uh, it'll be on Kindle, and uh, as many of you know, you do not have to have a Kindle to read it. There is a free app you can download on your iPad, on your phone your computer, virtually any device you can think of. Um, And I will have information about it when it's available on uh, my Twitter accounts and my Facebook account and my website. So uh, follow those for the latest details.
2: Now, I know you'll be in the marketplace selling the book, but you are also going to be really busy because you are going to be on, I believe, four different panel discussions. So tell us what those discussions are, and if you happen to know where they're going
4: to be, go ahead and tell us about that, too. Absolutely. Well, I'm I'm going to have to preface this by saying, um, as they say in TV Guide, you'll have to check your local listings because... (laughs) <laughs> nothing is is 100% finalized yet but this is uh, you know what it generally is and and I would uh, recommend of course look at the fest website at thefest.com. i think they post the schedule usually like a week or so before the fest as i recall and of course check your programs uh well saturday uh, i'm going to be on two panels as you said the first one they're going to be back to back uh, the first one is the women's panel that Susan talked about earlier. It's a lot of fun. I always enjoy doing it. And we've got gr- a great lineup this year, I think. Uh, really, just a solid lineup. Um, and then immediately following that, there is going to be a, a sort of a QA and a session with me, uh, where I'm going to tell you all about the book and how I I wrote it and, and the research I've done. And uh, there will be a special guest interviewing me. I can't reveal who it is yet. You'll just have to find out when you come Ooh. to the session. Yeah, so uh so I think uh, it's it's going to be a lot of fun. I hope you can uh, make that. And then Sunday, of course, we have Da, 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 the live kitten caboodle show Woo-hoo! um and that is going to be a blast. We're going to talk about John Lennon's protest songs. are they righteous or rubbish? and you know i we've known that some critics have you know used to criticize John particularly for like song um um you know New York sometime in New York City that right. they were too heavy handed and so forth, and there are others who say no, they were they were poetic. Um And he was a master of using slogans to get his message across. We are going to talk all about that um and I'm sure we'll have as much fun as we do uh on our on our show I'm sure live it's going to be even better, and we of course hope that you guys uh will participate in the discussion We'll have time for uh for a little discussion afterwards. so that is going to be great and then later that afternoon, I am doing for the first time in Chicago. Um my top ten Beatles sounds that change the world. That's now so I've good. done this yep, I've I've done this in Walnut Ridge, I've done this at the LA Fest and people really seem to have a good time. It's a multimedia product, you know, presentation um I play and it, and it really goes with the book that I've I've just uh, written. Uh, you're going to hear sounds. I'm going to pull out different sounds from from songs, you know, guitar riffs and and uh certain vocals that are key to understanding the Beatles' music. And it's stuff that you still hear today that the Beatles pioneered. It's a great time, and I really hope you'll be able to join me for both things that day.
2: Yeah, and I have to say, when you did this 10 Beatles Sounds That Changed the World in Walnut Ridge, you got a standing ovation. And I have never seen that for a Beatles presentation before. So if I were people listening to this radio show, first thing I do when I get to the fest is get my brochure find that presentation circle it and be there because it's going to be really good so what a
4: weekend you are going to have to take 15 naps after this weekend <laughs> absolutely and I should say when I'm not doing all this stuff I will be in the marketplace you know come on by as I said there I'm going to have some fun treats some giveaways of course I will sign your books and I am really looking forward to uh, to seeing you all there
2: well, we can't wait. Thank you so much for being on the show.
4: Oh, always a pleasure, Jude. And we're going to have a great time with our live kit and caboodle. We're going to kit and caboodle it up. That's right. <laughs> All right. Thank you, my friend. I will see you in just eight days. Sounds good. See you then. Bye-bye. All right.
2: And that brings us to our number two and number one choices for the best things to see and do at the Chicago Fest for Beatles fans. But? That's top secret. Hush, hush. A mystery. Unless, of course, you go to ReBeatMag.com and read my article, 10 Best of the Fest. Then, all will be revealed. And while you're there, don't miss Star Time, Ringo Starr's Extraordinary Solo Adventures by Erica Adams. Five Things We've Learned About British Culture from British Bands by Jen Cunningham and a great article, The Future Ain't What It Was, 16 Predictions for What 1950 through 1980 Was Going to Be Like by James Ryan. You know, Rebeat Magazine is, as far as I know, the only online magazine to celebrate the 1950s through the 1980s with interviews, comics, essays, and regular features that really help you experience yesterday once more, even better than the Carpenters tried to do. So check it out, RebeatMag.com. So you're now sitting at home in your PJs and thinking, hmm, the Fest for Beatles fans sounds pretty good, but... Should I go? Should I really? Do I actually want to go to all the trouble to pack my bags and drive or fly all the way to Chicago? And if that's what's going through your head, let me leave you with this thought. You could be there. You could wear 60s clothes and dance to drive my car. You could chat face-to-face with charming Ivor Davis who toured with the Beatles in 1964 You could talk face-to-face with the charismatic man who brought the Beatles to America three times, Bob Eubanks. You could grab a Starbucks and watch all the Beatles movies your heart desires or introduce yourself to Ringo Starr's photographer, Rob Shanahan, while you enjoy his amazing photos of Ringo, Paul, and so many others. Or... It could be the weekend you clean out the garage and sleep on the sofa to reruns of Big Bang Theory, all the while promising yourself that next year you're going to make the fest happen. The choice is yours. The very last thing my mother taught me was this. You may never get another chance. Follow your dreams now, right now. Instant karma or instant nirvana. You choose. I hope you choose wisely, and I hope that I see you August 14th, 15th, and 16th at the Chicago Fest for Beatles fans in the Hyatt Regency O'Hare, and on Saturday morning, I want you to get up and meet me at 11 a.m., 11 a.m. on the main stage, because I'm going to take you on a special Off the Beatland Path Tour. We're going to go to Liverpool, and we're going to go to places in that city that you have never seen, or heard of before. And afterwards, you can come by my place in the Marketplace and pick up one of the very last first editions of Volume 3 in the John Lennon series, She Loves You. We have less than 50 copies left. Get yours. Or you can get a signed Beatles Shine On t-shirt, which was drawn and created by my husband, the very talented artist, Rand Monroe Kessler. The weekend is waiting for you with a big smile in every moment. Get off the sofa and get there. A splendid time is guaranteed for all. Ta-ra and shine on.